Red has a new way for you to continue learning. We will be offering podcasts that link topics on responsible conduct of research. These audio discussions will provide you 5 to 10 minutes of information about work in the research context. Tune in and listen to people from the university talk about their work and its importance in promoting research integrity. My name is Robert J. Nelson, head of Media Studios in the Marriott Library. My guest today is Fred Monette, Executive Director of Environmental Health and Safety. Welcome, Fred. Thank you, Rob. It's good to be here today. In a general sense, what services does your office provide to university faculty, staff, and students? Well, uh, the campus is essentially a small city. It covers nearly 1,500 acres. It has over 300 buildings, our own utility plants and systems, uh, public transportation, several hospitals and clinics, and tens of thousands of employees and visitors every day. So it's our job in EHS to make sure that that city is a safe, safe and healthy place to work. You might imagine doing that really requires a, a big team of safety professionals. And so we have a, a group of people that are specialists in, in occupational safety and biosafety, industrial hygiene, radiation safety, fire safety, hazardous waste management, and air and water quality specialists. So in, uh, our role is to really help the community work safely, and every day brings a new challenge. How has the COVID pandemic affected your department? Well, like everyone, it, it has made our, our daily work uh, much more difficult. In addition to the, the normal hazards that we deal with, like uh, laboratory hazards such as uh, biomaterial or radioactive material, we are now doing that work uh, under the threat of a global pandemic. Uh, but as long as a we have people on campus that are working. We have to be here to make sure people are conducting their work safely. So we've spent the majority of our time here on campus, but we have been able to adjust to conducting some of our work remotely. So that's really how it's affected our campus. Now, I, I hesitate to say that anything good has come out of this pandemic. But we do appreciate that the term personal protective equipment has now kind of become part of the normal lexicon for most people. We've always been very concerned about PPE and that people wear the right PPE for the job that they are conducting. And now we see a, a newfound appreciation for how important PPE really is. So we do appreciate that. What has your office learned from the past year? One, really how committed and, and passionate the university is about providing a safe and healthy workplace. Countless individuals in many departments have devoted long hours to ensuring that our workplace is as safe as possible, while at the same time trying to make sure we can carry out our mission really as the flagship uh, higher education institute in the state. And we've, we've also learned that how, how creative and resourceful our campus community is because this is uncharted territory and people are coming up with the very creative and resourceful solutions to a lot of challenges that nobody really anticipated. Can you give us some examples of some of these things that you've implemented as a part of this strategy to deal with a safe campus in the middle of a pandemic? 
Yeah, we've worked uh, quite closely with facilities in evaluating all the HVAC, the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems on campus to make sure they were operated in a way that met the recommendations of the CDC and other organizations to make sure that the air quality was the safest possible. So we, we worked hand-in-hand hand with facilities to, to evaluate all the HVAC systems with them doing really the bulk of the work, but EHS providing guidance. And then we made recommendations in, in which classrooms to conduct classes, how many people should be in those classes to uh, make sure we had a safe learning environment as possible. And that's in addition, on a, on a daily basis, we, we provide a large number of services, things like conducting training on electrical safety or fall protection and working with hazardous or biohazardous and radioactive materials. Uh, we conduct annual health and safety inspections of all labs and, and workshops to make sure there's not hazards that are posing a risk to our employees. We continue to pick up and arrange for the disposal of all hazardous and radioactive waste on campus. So these are just a small number of the, th the things we do each and every day here on campus. So post-pandemic, are there any additions to what your office provides? Not really, but what it does have is we've identified some partners that we did not work so closely with in the past. For example, as I mentioned, we worked with really the, the academic side of the campus on providing safe learning environments. In the past, our emphasis was mostly on things like laboratories that have a large number of hazards or workshops where there's clearly things that uh, can pose a danger to the workers there. The pandemic has forced us to uh, really treat the whole campus as a somewhat of a hazardous environment, and therefore we're working with everyone to make sure we have a, a healthy and safe environment. What is the best way for people to see what types of services your office offers? I would direct people to our website, which is oehs.utah.edu, and it provides a large amount of information about our services. However, we are in the process of revising that website right now to make the website a little more user-friendly. And you can also uh, simply call our office at 801-581-6590 if you have specific questions and ask, and they will direct you to the, to the right person. So let me ask a question. How do you think it's been going so far now that we have a full campus with classes being taught online, in person? How do you think it's been going the first three weeks? Oh, I would be lying if I didn't say it doesn't keep me up at night. We have a lot of people on campus now, and we do have some constraints that were placed on us uh, by the, the legislature right. and that we were not able to uh, require masks. But overall, I think we're doing about as well as, as any university that's this large could do. I, from what I see, people are voluntarily complying with our request that they wear masks. People, the majority of our students and staff are vaccinated. People, uh, I think, are, are taking responsibility. So, so far, so good, but uh, health and safety is what we do. So we, we worry every day, regardless of pandemic or, or no pandemic. Is there anything that you would like to add to our discussion today? No, other than thanking people. I mean, as I mentioned, our campus has 
tens of thousands of workers and tens of thousands of visitors every day, and we just need everyone to to value the health and safety of our environment, and and they do that. So I I want to thank people for the care they take and uh, the thought they put into the work they do, because our number one goal is to make sure nobody gets hurt or injured when they come to this campus. Well, I certainly appreciate that as a faculty member who is back half days full-time on campus to know that people like you and the Office of Environmental Health and Safety are looking out for the well-being of all of us while we continue our mission at the University of Utah. Well, thank you, Rob. I, I enjoyed this. And again, even if you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I will do just that. Thank you, Fred.